few of you today is your first time, and I don't know if, if you didn't like the service up until now, uh, I would say uh, you're going to be hard-pressed to find something better than what you just had. With that worship and everything, are you kidding me? I'm telling you. But from here on now, it could go downhill. Let's go. Come on. Come on. But this is how I do. So if you think I'm just uh, acting different today, no, this is me. If you met me, you met me. You didn't meet somebody else on Sunday. You met me. Here we go. Let's go. Are these the last days? Roger, you ready to roll? Come on, baby. Listen at him. Getting all bossy back there. Amen. Here's the message today. Making sense of the signs. Making sense of the signs of the last days. Jesus' disciples came to him in Matthew 24, it's recorded. They said this, Jesus, when are you coming again? And what are the signs? What's the signs of your coming and the end of the world? What a question, isn't it? When are you coming again? And what are those signs of your coming and the end of the world? People have dedicated their whole life studying Matthew chapter 24. Books have been written. Volumes have been written. So don't think I'm going to be able to do all that this Sunday morning. But what my, my thing that I like about me, and I do like some things about me, I'm sorry. But when common sense makes sense, seek no other sense. God didn't call me to confuse you. He called me to help you, to see, help you learn, to encourage you, to fire you up. Did you hear me? I don't like it when you scream. Sorry. I told a football coach, first game coach is on West, over in West Palm, ain't it? A couple of weeks. The 11th of September, pray for coach right there in the football team. Amen. They're going, baby. They're going. Football's on in Inglewood, Florida, baby. But one thing coach can count on me when I travel with a team over there is I get loud. Don't I? He hears it in the back of his ah! ah! I always want him to know I'm with you, baby. Amen? I'm with you, man. And I'm with you. Let's go now. Here we go. Making sense of the signs. So today's a common sense message over some very difficult passages. See what we can find. What were the signs? What were the signs? Now, we're not preaching the message again. It's a couple of weeks ago. These aren't my signs. This is what Jesus told them. You ask the question, you're going to get the answer. This is his answer to his disciples. What are the signs of his coming and the end of the world? Well, there'll be deception. Counterfeit Christ. Now, wait a minute. Counterfeit Christ are more than just people, false religion. Guys, most of our world today is false religion. Doesn't matter how well-meaning they are, most of the religions of the world and most of the people on the planet in the world today believe in something other than Jesus Christ. Where I come from, that's a counterfeit. Y'all hear me or not? But not just that, guys. It's not just counterfeit Christ as far as church goes. But we have a counterfeit religion in general. What do I mean? Most people seemingly believe in humanism. They believe in the Big Bang Theory. They believe there is no God. Or if there is a God, you know, His Word's a lie. It didn't happen like His Word says. You hear me or not? Say. 
That's our world. And matter of fact, the church is full of that now. The church is full of that worldly thinking. When I say I'm created and fearfully and wonderfully made and God says you're created, you didn't come from a big bang, it challenges a lot of you because that's the way you were educated. Well, you were educated with a lie. Sorry. It is a lie. You didn't bang and there's some slime and there's a monkey and there's your grandma now. It's bull. It's always been bull. It'll always be bull. It goes against the first word in the Bible. In the beginning, sit with me. God what? Created the what? Heaven and the earth. So right out of the gate, we live in a world that says, God, you're a liar. Do you hear me or not? And it's going to get worse. And it is getting worse. Deception, last days. People are deceived, man. Dissension. Wars and rumors of wars. Who would have thunk it? Just in our own country. People are at war with one another. Well, it's just, we have a difference of opinion. No, I'll burn your house down. Late in our own church, somebody came up to her, and I've said it a couple of times, I'm going to run my car into your car. And that's exactly what that person did to her. It's horrible, isn't it, say? But wars and rumors of wars, and that's, where, that's our planet. You know? These are signs of the end times. Devastation, famines, etc. Disease, pestilences. First time in my lifetime the world shut down over a pandemic. How about yours? Say, I mean, shut down. Shut down. I was watching MMA last night, that fight and stuff. And this guy said, he said he ain't been able to fight, you know, since the world came to an end. That's what he said. He meant when all this started, but I thought that was funny. He said, yeah, I ain't been able to get in the ring since the world came to an end. But to a lot of people, their world did come to an end. A lot of businesses, they don't have their family business anymore. It is gone. You hear me? Crazy. Are these the end times? Well, they're sure looking like it. According to these signs, these aren't my signs. Disasters. Earthquakes. We gave information on earthquakes a couple of weeks ago. You saw the data. How about, uh, did we have another major hurricane? But listen, that hurricane wasn't just any timing. In the timing, it hit the same spot almost as it did 15 years ago. I'm not saying Jesus is coming today, the end of the world. All I'm saying is, boy, there's like a woman with child. These birth pains seem to be coming. That's what Jesus said in his word. That's how it would appear. Keep looking. Death. Persecution. Persecution. I mean, you, you might say, I live in America. I'm not persecuted. You're right. You really aren't that persecuted. And I'm not that persecuted at all. Okay? I've had some things. People called me an embarrassment to our community because we kept our church open. Okay? Is that persecution? Just spell my name right. I can handle it. You hear me? But it was believers in Christ saying that. That's the scary part, isn't it? The church turning on one another. It's crazy. Persecution. But guys, persecution in China, you can't worship Jesus Christ. You'll be imprisoned. Russia, say what you want to. Arab nations, Muslim countries, I'm a believer in Jesus. Do you think that's going to fly over there? Yes or no? Absolutely not. That's the world we live in. 
persecution to a lot of people. Disloyalty. In the last days, there'll be a lot of people offending one another, a lot of people hating one another, betraying one another. Enough said. Boy, I can't even talk about that one. That's crazy today. Happens in the family. A husband will cheat on his wife. A wife will cheat on their on the husband as if they're nothing, as if they're garbage, if they don't matter. God said it'll be like that. Jesus said it. Sad. It's sad. Who would have thought you'd have kids killing their parents? Yes or no? Say. Unbelievable. The world in which we live. Delusion. That's false religion, guys. And I meant that's, that's really where all this, it doesn't have to just be uh, Islam and things like that. This is where humanism and things like that come in and believing there is no God. Did you know most of Israel today is in the land? Israel is back in their land. But most of them are agnostic or atheist. Isn't that crazy? God's chosen people? Absolutely. False religion, it's everywhere. It's in our college campuses. It's on our news media. It's all throughout Washington. People will stand right up to your face and say they believe in Jesus Christ and lie right to you. You hear me or not? Because their life and what they believe doesn't back up what they say. Did y'all hear me or not? That's too mean, ain't it? Say, Clark, you're just too mean. That's a lie. It's not right. Y'all hear me or not? I'm sick of it. I don't know about you. I'm tired of people lying to me. Just tired of it. Get a job. Get a real job. Oh, I'm sorry you never had one. Excuse me. I know it's ugly. Hey. Delusion. People would just be deluded today. Their mind, they just believe a lie. The church is full of it. I've had people say things about me, and even in the last year, and other people in this church believed it. Believe a lie over me. Doing the right thing. You don't think people will lie about you like a dog? Yes or no? That's why the average pastor lasts a year and a half now. One year and a half. 75% of those that go into uh, seminary school to be a pastor, 75% quit and choose another career after the first year. Do you hear me? Are these the end times? I don't know. It sort of sounded like it to me. Y'all hear me or not? Defection, Jesus said it, people will be what? Say that with me. People will be what? And what? How many recently, just in our country, you're seeing more lawlessness and cold-heartedness than you've ever seen in your whole life in this country? Can I see some hands? That's crazy, ain't it? Burning down somebody's business and all they do is work hard. Yes or no? It's crazy. Kicking somebody in the face just because of the color of their skin. That's happened in this country before, and it was the other way around, wasn't it? Both ways are wrong and against God. It's not a good time. Defection, okay? And then finally, I love this last one, declaration, declaration. One sign of the end times is that we're, we're broadcasting from here right now around the world. Can you believe that? People in England, if you're in England, would you say hello? If you're in Canada right now, would you say hello to us or maybe somewhere else on the planet right now? The gospel, and we're just a small, just a grain of sand in this big old world. And yet right here, our gospel that we're preaching here goes a long way. 
That's a sign of the last days. Because God wants every man, boy and girl, woman, boy and girl, everywhere to be saved. That's his will. Amen? And so this gospel is going around the world. So what is prohibiting Jesus from coming back right now? I believe this right here. Nothing. Did y'all hear me or not? Say, I believe he could come at any moment. So that's the signs. We gave them to you before. Tried to make a little sense out of them. Did y'all understand that pretty decent? Yes or no? Good. Then we made a little sense or not? Okay. All right. Compare these signs to the book of Revelation. Oh, no, you can't go to Revelation. That's the most hard book in the Bible to understand. Well, let's see if we can make some sense of just a smidgen of it. And we're going to stay right with what we're talking about. Signs of the end times. Let's go look. The book of Revelation starts off with Revelation 1, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto the servants. Say it with me. Things that what? must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto who? His servant who? John. So it's a clear record here. Who bear record, John did, of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus, and he bear record in that book of everything he saw. That is the book of Revelation. Okay? We're talking about making some sense here. And from Jesus Christ, that's who's really giving this book is Jesus, the resurrected Glorified Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead, the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us, say that part with me, and washed us from our sins and in what? In his own what? Blood. Yeah, this book of Revelation is from Jesus, the same one that gave us Matthew 24. Have I lost you yet? Okay. He's made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Say this verse 7 with me. Say it with me. Come on. Behold, he comes with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him. And all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen. The coming of Christ... The end of the world, listen, is consistently taught from, in the New Testament, from Matthew all the way to the book of Revelation. And I know it can be confusing, but it really is, shouldn't be that confusing to us. It's been said, it's going to happen. So let's check it out a little more. What was John's vision? So John's vision that he saw. We're not going to do the whole book of Revelation. But I just want you to see Matthew 24, the signs. And I want to go to Matthew, I mean, uh, Revelation 5 for just a moment. Don't you see the signs? So signs, signs. Got it? Yes or no? Let's see if they're similar. Okay? I don't understand the book of Revelation. Let's see if we can understand a little bit right quick. How about that? And I saw on the right hand John writing what he's seeing. And he's told to write. Him that sat on the throne and a book was written with it on the backside. Within on the backside it was sealed with how many seals? Seven. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open that book and to loose the seals thereof? And no man in heaven, no man on earth, no man under the earth was able to open the book, neither to look on it. And John said, I wept much. Because nobody was found worthy to open that book. It seemed like a special book. Sealed with seven seals. And to read what's inside that book. 
Neither to look therein. And one of the elders said unto me, say those two words with me. One more time. You know the Lord, weep not. You people that know the Lord, what if I get this? What if I get that? Well, what if you do? Say those two words with me. You know the king. The king knows your name. Boy, it's good stuff, man. So he said, John, quit your crying, boy. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, that's Jesus, has prevailed to open the book and to loose the seals. What's in that book? This book we're about to look at right quick. Matthew, you know me in Revelation. And I saw the lamb, that's Jesus. Behold, what John the Baptist say? Say it with me. Behold the what? Lamb of God that what? Takes away the sin of the world. So John said, I saw when the Lamb, Jesus, opened one of the seals, and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts. You ever heard the four beasts of the apocalypse or the four horsemen of the apocalypse? That's what's right there in this little book he opened. What? I've got a whole series I could talk months on it. On the four horsemen of the apocalypse. We're not doing that today. I just want to see and make some sense of what was in that book that opened. And how does it look according to what we just said about end times in Matthew 24? Let's look. Keep going. So the four horsemen of the apocalypse is what you see immediately when you open that book. Movies have been made about this. I mean, it's crazy. A lot of, a lot of false stuff's out there about this. Keep going. First one, and I saw, say it with me, behold a what? A white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. What is this first horse? Was deception. This isn't Jesus on that horse. This is the Antichrist. This is false religion. I got a quick question for you. What was the number, the first thing Jesus said about the signs of his coming back in Matthew 24? What was the first one he said? Was what? Deception. What's the first one that's pointed out here in the book of Revelation? When this book is open, the first thing you see is what? Do you think there'll be deception in the last days? Yes or no? Would we say there's a lot of deception in our world today? Let me see some hands. Let's just vote with me. Vote with me. So false messiahs, false gospels, false everything. Yes or no? Keep looking. Let's look at another one real quick, Raj. Let's look at another verse. Verse 3. And when he opened the second seal. We're not doing them all. We just want to show you a few. See that it makes sense. See that it's uh, consistent. You don't believe that Bible, do you? People will lie and get you to not believe the Bible, and they've never read it. And if they did read it, they're reading it as an unbeliever and don't have the Lord to help them even begin to read the thing. Come on. When he opened the second cell, I heard the second beast say, come and see. Well, what's the second one, sir? And there went out another horse that was what color? Red. And power was given to him that sat thereon to take peace from the earth. Boy, that doesn't sound nice. And they that should kill one another. And there was given to him a great sword. What's the second one? What's the second one? I'm having whiplash. Was that the second one over here in Matthew? Yes or no? Y'all remember or not? Bible's confusing. Well, in the last days, there'll be deception. 
In the last days, there will be dissension. Got it? You think there's dissension on planet Earth today? Yes or no? Is everybody holding hands singing Kumbaya? Is there whole parts of our planet that wants to absolutely do away with Christians? Absolutely. I believe there's a lot right here in America that would be happy if Christianity was not in this country. You hear me or not? So war and war between ourselves and war on the planet, dissension. Let's look at another one quick, Raj. We're going to the third horseman. Now, we've given a whole month or two on these suckers, but I'm doing it fast. And when he'd opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say. So, so far, we're two for two, aren't we? Are we two for two with Matthew 24? We're two for two. And I heard him say, a black horse. Hmm. And he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. And I heard the voice of the midst of the four beasts say, A measure of wheat for a penny, three measures of barley for a penny. See that you hurt not the oil and wine. You can hear something going on right here, and that is money's being exchanged. And not only money, but when you read that scripture and you just dial down on it, look at it carefully, study it historically, that verse number three, that, that, that third seal is talking about devastation. It's talking about devastation. When times are going to get bad on this planet, when it's going to be hard just to buy food to eat, did you know one out of five, one out of five in our world today is considered they're facing starvation on our planet right now? Did you know that or not? As we sit here, six and a half, seven billion people, billion and a half or so, are starving to death. It's devastating where they live. Do you think they probably say it's devastating here, yes or no? A lot of people are suffering today in our world. We in America, we got it made. You think God blessed America so we could sit here fat and happy and have it made? Or do you think he blessed us so that we could preach the gospel, love people, get the message around the world because he's coming again? I believe answer number two. So famine or devastation. What was another one of our points early on in the signs of Jesus? He said there would be what in the last days? Are you understanding now that this isn't that complicated? Yes or no? All I'm trying to do today is make sense of the signs. i got to go faster from here on in, Roger. I'm going to try, buddy. Go. When he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth say, Come and see. I looked, behold, a pale horse. His name that sat on him, sat with me, was what? And hell followed with him, and power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with the sword and with hunger and with death and with beast of the earth. That's what the end times will be. So I believe that made the list back in 24, chapter 24. What's another sign of Jesus coming? There will be death. There will be death. Through war, through pestilences, through plagues, through you name it, death. Okay? We're looking at the end time sign. So look at the fifth seal. I'm not going to do all of them. When he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar, say it with me, the souls of them that were slain, Hank, help me now, for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. 
And they cried with a loud voice. So, so look at, just imagine, in heaven, an altar with people crying. How long, O oh Lord? How long? You know, the Bible says no man knows the day nor hour when Jesus is coming. You mean when I'm in heaven? No, you ain't going to know. He knows. How long till you not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? How long, Lord? I tell you what, this thing is, to me, it just, it just, it seemed like it's like a, like a, one of the, what do you call those pressure cooker pots? How many don't like pressure cookers? They scare me. I just, they scare me. I'm scared that thing's gonna blow up and burn down the house, you know, get hot water all over me. This is what this feels like to me. One of them pressure cookers that's going. What did the Bible say in the last days? What will sound? The trumpet. Something is. So the fifth seal persecuted unto death for the word of God, for the testimony which they held. I'm going to tell you something. I believe one of those souls, in my opinion, I don't know the location exactly, but I'll leave one of those souls is saying, how long is my mother? My mother was shot six times with a pistol, a three fifty seven Magnum, because of her testimony and because she would not relent on her faith in Jesus Christ. That is my mother. If it happened, you see why this, this is real to me, guys. This isn't fairy tale made up mess. It's going to happen. So from what Jesus said in Matthew 24 to what John said in Revelation, there is amazing what? Did y'all, can you say that again? There's amazing what? You go to a church that believes God's Word. You go to a church that believes the Bible is consistent. Okay? Now, if you're not on that page, you need to get on that page. And I can't do it on one Sunday. You're going to have to do that with your own self. Come to these Bible studies. Ask Ronnie a question, right? Ask John a question. You know, Miss Chris, when they have that, they might not know the answer right away, but it's okay to ask. We believe this book, and we believe no matter what question you have, this book is sure, and it'll stand. Amen. Praise God. I believe it, man. Come on. Last thing is this. Last thing is this. And i got to get this done. I'm not going to do the whole thing, Raj. I knew I wouldn't make it. Back in 24, Jesus gave this parable when he was talking to his disciples about the end of the world and his coming. He said, learn a parable of the fig tree, boys. Who was he talking to? He was talking to basically ignorant fishermen. Excuse me. They were not skilled in God's Word, the law. They were normal people. So he was often pointing out things that they could see. And, and Israel's full of fig trees. So he told them this parable. He said, now look, you see that fig tree over there? And that one there, and that one there, and that one there, and that one there. When the branch is yet tender and puts forth leaves, you know summer's near. Isn't that true? Yes or no? We know that. Has anybody had any farm or any plant? You know, we know that. And Jesus was saying, when them leaves start getting on that tree, my coming's close. What are the leaves? Those signs he just talked about. Those are the leaves. Got it? Yes or no? When you start seeing that sucker get them little, get like summer's near. 
So likewise, when you see these things, know that it is near even at the what? Door. Verily I say unto you, this, and I love this, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Now, Raj, I haven't seen all this part that we put together, but I'm going to have to quit. It's too, I'm too late. Heaven and earth shall pass away. Look at this right here. Heaven and earth will pass away. Say that with me right there. But my what? Shall not pass away. It's funny how we'll believe the professor, but we'll call Jesus a liar. It's because you're an idiot. Excuse me. <clears throat> he went to Harvard. He's a lunatic. God created the heavens and the earth. So what? He put in eight years over here. Big deal. I'm going to believe God and every man a liar. That's what the Bible says. I didn't make that up. I don't even have good sense. But watch this. My words won't pass away, but of that day and hour no man knows, nor the angels, uh, not, not even the angels in heaven, but my Father only. So Gary's not saying Jesus is coming Friday. But I am saying you ought to get your house ready. And you ought to live as if today is your last day. Because we all know it could be our last day. We, we, we don't know what's going to be on tomorrow. Even our breath could end. Why not get right with God and live for the Lord? The parable of the fig tree is a vivid and understandable illustration to help the disciples not to confuse the disciples. He knew they weren't that bright to begin with. He said unto you, it's given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God, but unto them that are without, these things are done in parables, etc. I don't want to do all that. Jesus spoke in parables because he wanted to see truth. Let's keep moving from all that. Nope. And this is the parable he just gave. What are the views of this parable? Quickly, number one, Jesus was coming back very soon when the disciples, when he gave this message to the disciples. And they wouldn't pass before he returned. Well, that couldn't be what that, that meant because that's gone. Got it? Second view of that one. Generation speaks of Israel, and Jesus would return before Israel would die out. Well, that didn't work because they were defeated and destroyed by Titus in A.D. 70. He predicted that would happen. And they were out of the land for 1,900 years. Number three, the fig tree speaks of Israel which uh, and began being fulfilled in 1948 when Israel out of the land for 1,900 years was reestablished as a nation. Only after Satan himself in the body of Hitler tried to destroy all of them and killed six million of them. You think somebody just up and killed six million people without there being evil and the devil and all this stuff coming after him? This is all right in the Bible, guys. And so Israel is reestablished as a nation. The generation living at that time would not pass before Jesus Christ returned. Is there anybody living in this room today that was born before 1948? Let me see your hand. You were born before 48. Quite a few of you, okay? This is a very popular view. It's one I sort of like. I sort of like it. I don't disagree with it totally. But I want you to see this. In 1948, the Bible says the lifespan of a man is three score and ten years. That's 70. What's 1948 plus 70? Let's call it 1950 plus 70 equals what? 2020. That's just old Bible math. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's an interesting view. The second one is this. That they, but here's the average lifespan today. It ain't 70. The average lifespan today of a man is 79. The average lifespan of a woman is 81. If you use the average lifespan as it is today, from 2020 to 2030... 
you're going to see things like you've never seen before. Now, that's if that's that view. I'm not necessarily saying I agree with that, but there's a lot of validity to it. Here's the last thing. What was the parable of the fig tree, Gary? Roger, I'm going to quit then. When common sense makes sense, seek no other sense, I'm going to finish like this. Here's the parable of the fig tree to me. Jesus gave the signs to his disciples. They were regular common folk. And that parable to me means this. Boys, when you see all these leaves start budding on that tree, know that my coming is near. That to me, without spending the rest of my life studying, you know, whatever, to me that's what Jesus meant when he gave the parable of the fig tree. I don't know about this Israel stuff. It's it's very good view. But the bottom line is, guys, Jesus spoke plainly. It made sense. And now it's in your plate to do with it what you will. Amen? I've delivered the lunch. It's up to you to chew it and think about it. Amen? Let's thank God for his word. We're quitting. i got to go. Go. Get out of here. It's 10 o'clock. Let's get up. Let's get up.